Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am your co-host Scott. With me as always is my main man Mike. And this is Craft Root Sports. Mike, let's tap this keg of sports knowledge. Do you pump? I'll pour. Chill. Yeah. What's going on, man? Not much. Just another Wednesday. Another Another wacky Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got people seemed to like last week, so we were like, fuck it. Let's do it again. Energy's at an all-time high <laughs> on Wednesdays for whatever reason. So. We didn't have less people listening, so that's nope. a good thing. Uh, didn't have more people either, so nope. at least the people do, do listen liked it. So. Constant. <laughs> Only change. Change is the only constant, but not on this show. <laughs> Just oh, keeping the shit. bar right at where it is. Yep. Well, you know, who needs growth anymore? Like, just just be happy with what you got in this world. <laughs> I guess that's what we get. <laughs> Dude, this is, uh, this is it. The final week of the oh, tournament. The ship. This is it. The ship. We finally made it. A uh, long process to get here. Lots of beers. Lots, lots of, of pumpkins. Uh, lots of heartache trying to find beers in the store. Yeah, but we Switches. did it. We made it. Yeah, lots of changes. I guess that's the that's where our, our changes change. were <laughs> on the beer beers of the month that we originally announced. <laughs> but this is it. This is the uh, the championship matchup between our number two seed Fathead Spooky Tooth dun, 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 dun. and the number four seed Rivertown Pumpkin. Ta-da. <laughs> I didn't know what to do after that. <laughs> I didn't want to make like a sad sound because it could be the champ. So it could be coming all the it way from the four seed. You know what? Shout out to Rivertown too because they were like they retweeted us when we yeah plugged it. that was great. Yeah, they were all in. They're they like, were super oh, man. Pumped. We're happy to be part of this. Yeah, how like, about that? We're happy that you're part of it too, Rivertown. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody else that's involved. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, that may help my voting here at the end of this episode. I was, just, I was actually just going to throw out a disclaimer. Uh, that won't mean that they're going to win just no, because of this. Fuck it. I might. I might. Wow. Really. <laughs> Way to sully all this right off the The gates. election's rigged, Scott. Every election is rigged. We should know that by now. This is true. This, <laughs> all I know is this championship matchup is going to be huge. It's gonna, it's gonna be the best. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Oh man, <laughs> the debate's going on right now too as we record this. Thank God I'm missing that. I know the first I'm, two were enough. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Ridiculous. But anyway. let's talk about this fathead spooky tooth. Um, first taste is nine percent. Tastes really good again. Yeah, this is this is gonna be tough to top. It's gonna. I mean, so we talked about it last week. This matchup is gonna be really good because these are both. The spicier pumpkin beers. They're yes. not the, the more bland pumpkin beers. And well, in full disclosure, coming into this one, I I might have said this when we first did the uh, Spooky Tooth, but this is the closest thing to me that tastes like pumpkin. Yeah. So it was easily my favorite of the first go-round. Now we'll see how it holds up against pumpkin. Yeah. I mean, it might, because last week there was that little bit of a surprise after we decided the second time around that bourbon barrel ale was better. Yeah. And it's and against its competition, so it I could think, easily happen for this, too. I think last week both of them were better in the second tasting. Uh, agreed. Like, much better yeah. than the first round. Um, but we talked about it last week where the dogfish had suffered because it had to go second. After, after Spooky, spooky tooth. tooth, yeah. So I'm interested to see how Pumpkin does going up second uh, after Spooky Tooth here. Difference being, Pumpkin has those spices, so it may end up holding its own a little bit better. I would imagine so. How do you think it's it's held up? Now, that's one thing. Uh, spooky Tooth, it's an extra week of aging that it's had in the <laughs> fridge. I don't think it's hurt it whatsoever. I don't think so. Yes. <laughs> it tastes just as delicious as I remember it. So It's got that going for it. It ages well. I wonder if anybody's done that. I'm sure people have. I've never tried to age a pumpkin beer. I know there's like I bet certain it wouldn't beers. hold up that well. To be I would have to you. imagine it wouldn't. But I, I think it's also a frame of mind. If I had a pumpkin beer and you're talking about aging it like four or five months or something like that, I just don't think I'd be in the right mind frame to be drinking a pumpkin beer like in spring. Yeah, I'm wondering how like a year would do. Like, let's say mm. you get a, a pumpkin beer and let it age for a year and see how it holds up. The, the next year. So it's like, oh, we got the 2016 Spooky Tooth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I <laughs> I, I can't hold on to a pumpkin beer long enough to try that. Yeah, so. <laughs> I would. I don't think I'd want to. I'm just going to go ahead and assume it would not be as good. <laughs> you're just going to say it's not as good so that you're convincing yourself not to try it ever. Yep. It's going to be like, it's not going to be good. I'm not even going to fuck with that. That's pretty much how I go through life. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be good. Screw it. Not doing it. <laughs> Scott, you want to get into Upper Deck? Let's do it! Alrighty, Upper Deck, as always, is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can test out Audible service with a free 30-day trial offer that includes a free audio book download. No strings attached. Even if you cancel your trial within the 30 days, you still get to keep the audio book. And this week, we recommend You Can't Make This Up, Miracles, Memories, and the Perfect Marriage of Sports and Television. By the one and only Al Michaels himself. I love it. I another, love the long title. Another titles. super long title, yeah. <laughs> These sports books can't just have, keep it short and sweet. Like, commentating by Al Michaels. Nope. Nope. Uh, it's going to talk about, I got to put marriage in there. I got to put sports. I got to put television. I got to make sure it's all in there. 
Anyways, all you got to do to get that uh, free 30-day trial and your free audiobook, head over to audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. Or just head on over to our website, craftbrewedsports.com. Click the Audible Trial link in the menu. All right, so kicking things off here on Upper Deck, we want to sh- send a big shout-out here on Upper Deck and a big suck it to UC, uh, University of Cincinnati, and everyone else who was all about doing whatever they can and suck as many dicks as they can to try and get in the Big 12. Like all 300 schools that were lining up and bringing <laughs> gifts and whatnot to the Big 12. Morons. They, uh, Big 12 has decided to stick with 10 teams currently, and they're bucking the trend, and they're saying, nope, we don't want a championship game. We want to stay at 10 and roll with what we got. It's probably a kiss of death. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, for the league long term, it's probably a kiss of death. I mean, it's got to be. Because like, Texas and Oklahoma are going to say, peace. They've, it, well, I don't know if Texas will leave for a while. Oh, It's not going to be like tomorrow, but I'm just saying within five to six years, I feel like this is going to lead to the dis- dissolution of this league and then those two teams are going to go elsewhere and it's going to be power four conferences i don't know where they'd go though i don't either but it doesn't matter like they're not going to go they're not going to go sec texas and oklahoma won't go into the sec they don't fit into the big 10 so i don't see them leaving doesn't matter who the big fits 12. anywhere these days the, the conferences are just names only by the at this point that's a good point i, I just don't uh, i don't see them leaving um i think if there's ever rumors of Texas and Oklahoma leaving, they'll revisit expanding and they'll expand. I think they'll do what they have to. If it, if it comes down to Texas and Oklahoma saying, okay, we, we're we going to go, then they'll come back together and be like, well, let's fix this shit. Well, all I know is that you see is still you left see, out in the cold. Still American Conference. <laughs> still hanging tight in the AAC. You know what's funny about that, too? You see, like, did all those renovations to their stadium or is doing all those renovations to the stadium to, like, try to lure in the Big 12. They hired Tommy Tuberville to be like, look, we got a Big 12 guy. (laughs) Come on. Come on. And the Big 12 was like, nah, we're good, man. Thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) So that's shitty if you're a UC fan. But, uh, yep, that's life. Sorry. Womp. Speaking of shitty... Uh, Buffalo fans this week, extra shitty. T-shirts were being sold outside of the Bills-Niners game. Here's your cap news of the week. It pictured Kaepernick with a rifle sight on him, which both Mike and I were fine if you disagree with Cap's choice of uh, way to protest things. But uh, in general, if you bought one of these shirts or you support this type of shirt, I'll be called fuck you because yep. that's Giant pretty shitty. You. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. Like, I, I don't understand people who are like, uh, uh, protect my second amendment rights I got the right to own this gun They ain't taking my guns Fuck that guy for kneeling down He ain't allowed to do that shit <laughs> I will kill him That's, Yeah, I will murder I, him for being an American That gun that you didn't take from me I'm gonna use it to fucking kill him I don't get it The other thing that the Bills did too That was just a troll move Was they posted on Facebook during the game And they had pictures of some of their players Standing during the national anthem And it was just an American flag emoji as their post. You stay classy, Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's ever accused Bill Ma- Bill's Mafia of being classy, but <laughs> that's another story in general. But, I mean, it, I guess it wasn't all bad for Bill's fans. They did murder the they entire the team on the field. They got so the while dub, they didn't yeah. get cap in their actual <laughs> sites, their figurative sites, they had them and boom, nailed them. Anyways... <laughs> 
I think it's shitty that this uh, that they did this. I think it's shitty that people were buying these shirts. Um, I don't know. I don't know when that, this is ever going to end, and uh, it makes me really sad. What's the, what's the shelf life of that T-shirt, too? By the way, really. You, right. I mean, at some point, it'll all die down and go away. And I'm like, are you going to be proud of yourself walking around with this shirt that has Kaepernick in its sights? Like, yes, they will. Be. Absolutely. If they're that's dumb weird. enough to buy that shirt, they will 100% wear that shirt forever. They're just like they're going to wear their Hillary is a cunt shirt for like, oh God. The rest. like that's anyways uh cat <laughs> <laughs> hey anyone in new orleans listen to the show uh, if you're looking for a job we got the one for you anthony davis of the pelicans he took to craigslist he's looking for a new assistant uh, like any job, there's some qualifications that need I'm to be met. For a new job. Are you? Well, yes, head on down always. to New Orleans. Let's see if you match these uh, qualifications that, right. that AD is looking for. In his ad, he wrote, quote, Looking for someone to help me out so I can focus on getting ready for the season. Job duties include dry cleaning runs. I can do that. Meeting with fans and doing media interviews. Mm, okay, I can maybe do that. Some ball skills preferred, but not required. I can't dribble with my left, so <laughs> probably a little fuck there, but you got some ball skills, though, and it's not required. I can dribble. <laughs> uh, able to move around town and keep a low profile. Very easy. Awesome. Uh, preferably six foot five or taller. Well, I'm screwed. <laughs> Good dresser? Most days. <laughs> uh, unibrow or heavy, heavy eyebrows, a plus. Uh, well, if they're only a plus, I've got thicker <laughs> eyebrows, not a unibrow because I don't want one. <laughs> he closes the ad by saying, please send photos. Thanks, AD. <laughs> so my question is, <laughs> is Davis looking for an assistant or a body double? And follow-up question, does he know the difference? I, I don't think he knows the difference, <laughs> and I don't think he... He understands that most of those things wouldn't matter for an assistant. Like, you only want him to be able to pick up your dry cleaning and look like you. <laughs> most people kind of fit that profile. You're kind of screwed on the six five part, but other than that, I mean, why is his assistant? Um, why does he need his assistant to do media interviews and meet with fans? Like, if I'm a fan of the of New Orleans, at I don't want to meet somebody's assistant. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh, you're Anthony Davis' assistant? <laughs> Let me get your autograph, bro. But then how do people feel if they have like an Anthony Davis autograph? Like They're going to be questioning it forever. Like, Was that really him, or did he have an assistant that really looked like him? <laughs> Too many questions. <laughs> it's such a weird story. It really but is. But I love it. Uh, I think it's awesome that he just went on Craigslist to, <laughs> to find his new body double assistant NBA ballers <laughs> going on Craigslist even if you got money you still do stupid shit remember we had that story way back on like the very first show or first or second we lost all that money because of the uh, the clause in his contract for him not playing enough games oh, that he lost yeah. that extra bonus money <laughs> cost him like 15 million I, he could have used that for this assistant <laughs> I totally just, forgot about that. It just that. popped into my head how he didn't get that. <laughs> it sucks to be him. He probably wouldn't have to be on Craigslist if he had gotten that bonus. He could have like gone through a yeah, service. Yeah, but if you've got money to pay an assistant, period, I feel like you're doing all right anyway. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the NFL. Um, one of the biggest stories in the NFL this season has unfortunately been the play of the stupid Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and of their stupid rookies, Ezekiel Elliott and... Recently discovered that his name is not Dak, but his name is actually Rain, not spelled how you think. 
And Dak is short for Dakota. So henceforth, he's known as Dakota Prescott on this show. <laughs> anyway. Take that, Dakota. Yeah. Take you down call a couple you by your, <laughs> Call you by your government name. <laughs> so anyway, Dakota and Elliot, they've been uh, fantastic and on offense. Can't deny it as much as I hate them. And in a recent interview with Fox Sports, uh, Dakota was asked if there was anything he feared more than getting Crying Jordan memed on the internet. <laughs> and Dakota said, nothing. That is the worst, definitely the worst. <laughs> and he wasn't joking. The dude was serious. I, lo- I love that Like that's his motivation for the season. Like, listen, I'm, I'm a, it's, most people are like, I'm going to work hard. I want to get my mom a house. I want, he's like, I just don't want to be crying Jordan. Well, even if his only fear was, oh, I don't want to lose the starting job when Roman yeah. was like, right, nope. I don't want them to be looking into trading me. I want to give them every reason <laughs> to have full faith in me that they never have to draft a quarterback, you know, for the next 10 years. Like, I'm their guy. I just don't want to be nah, a I don't want to get me. <laughs> I don't want Jordan's face superimposed over mine. I, allow me to go old man here for please, a second. Please go old man. In, in this day and age of sports, if that's what's motivating the kids, I guess I'm fine with it. I wish the Niners were worried more about not getting crying Jordan meme, but they suck so bad. Nobody's even bothering to <laughs> no, cry people, Jordan yeah. meme anything. You'd have to do just one giant crying Jordan meme over the city of San Francisco to represent the Niners. But how ridiculous is that? That a meme is a is any That's type of motivation. a motivating yeah. factor at all? That's your motivating tool. Uh, I wonder if the and at some points it's going to happen, right? I mean, like it has you, to. Well, no, Long I mean, it always get memed just for losing a game right. or you know doing something in the crunch time that yeah. screws you over. Like, there's no way you're going to go through your entire career without getting memed. Right. So, good luck with that. I just love that. That's uh, that's that's it. That's my driving. Force. And of all the memes too, <laughs> I enjoy like man. There's a hierarchy to this meme thing, man. And I do not want to fall on that one. That's the top one. <laughs> Nothing worse. That is the worst. Uh, well, I cannot wait for the day that Dakota gets crying Jordan. I can't wait for it. We're definitely gonna talk about it on the show. That's yeah, we sure. are. First time it happens. That's gonna. Be I hope it happens this week. week. That'd be great. That would be pretty cool. I'd be, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk about a little boycott news here. Adrian Gonzalez uh, of the Los Angeles Dodgers apparently had his own boycott back in May when the Dodgers traveled to Chicago to play the Cubs. The team regularly stays at the Trump Hotel in Chicago, but Gonzalez requested that the team make other arrangements for him, and he stayed in a different hotel away from the team. Good uh, for him. Yeah. The story just came out this week, and uh, when he was pressed on why he didn't want to stay there, Gonzalez, he pretty much stayed quiet. He said that he had his reasons. Uh, he was pressed a little bit further for comment, and he said, quote, you can draw your own conclusions. They're probably right. <laughs> I'm guessing when you say put up a wall around to yeah. keep people from his home country yeah. out, <laughs> that has a lot not, to do with it. Not really gonna take too kindly to that, I think. Uh, but I guess they were. So the reason why this all came out is the Dodgers were looking to stay at Trump Hotel again for, oh, the, for the NLCS. Playoff series, yeah, but the uh, the Trump Hotel was asking like it, they, there was no cancellation policy. So they had to guarantee that they would be there, and they still had to play the Nationals. So it wasn't guaranteed that they'd be playing. Big shocker that Trump yeah, was trying right, to guarantee like, no, to get better, some money. Yeah, you better make sure you're here. Uh, 
so the the Dodgers uh, ended up staying somewhere else this past. It was like a Motel Six. <laughs> it's the only thing available. Shit, it's either Trump Towers or Motel Six. They leave the light on though. That is not. It's not a close drive either. Like that's a trip from Trump, Trump Tower to yeah, because Trump is like downtown. Like Trump Tower is yeah, downtown. Wrigley is not. Wrigley's pretty downtown. far north. Yeah, um, Chicago traffic blows a dick. <laughs> That's a really bad choice. I'd, I'd stay a little bit somewhere closer to the north side. Like, there's some cool spots in near Wrigleyville that you can stay, uh, but I guess not. I guess the Dodgers are all about staying at Trump Hotel, except for Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's, I mean, that's weird that that's where they stay yeah. too. And but good for Gonzalez. I mean, if that's how he feels. Yeah, uh, you know, just like Kaepernick, you, these guys aren't—they're humans. They have an opinion. They have their. I hope nobody has stuff. their sights on Adrian Gonzalez. You now, know, they're gonna shirts. fucking do it. And maybe that's why. And that's the shitty thing. Like he can't talk about it he feels uncomfortable talking about it now probably yeah, because of this shit that Kaepernick's going through because like, part of me is a little bit upset that he didn't just come out he could have yeah, I mean, just been like come on dude like he's a fucking asshole yeah yeah <laughs> I'm from Mexico he wants to put up a wall in front of my country any of these things you know that's all he has to say have you heard him speak <laughs> would have been enough <laughs> But uh, let's keep it political when we're talking uh, about uh, <laughs> presidential elections, sort of, I guess. Um, back in April of 2015, let's preface this by saying this is very little to do with sports, although there's a sports entertainment element kind to of, it. Kind of sports related. Kind of, yes. Uh, rapper, rapper Waka Flocka Flame. God, I sound... I hate myself for having to say this. It's so old man there. I know, because I have like Waka Flocka Flame. Yeah, that's what the kids are listening to. Jesus. Anyway, Mr. Flame announced that he was going to run for president. Looks like he finally realized, though, that he's 28. I doubt that he's realized that, because that would mean he's somewhat mature, or at least should be. Uh, but you're at that age, you're too young to be president. So he decided... Yes, got to be an old man. Got to be closer to my age, son. <laughs> so he decided that he'd just be uh, the VP of someone definitely old enough to hold the office. At any rate, there's a video that went viral. Walk of Flock of Flame announced that he's going to be VP on the side of the ticket. And his running mate will be nothing other than the man we talked about last week. I don't think it needs any more introduction. Mike, go ahead and play the audio of this ridiculousness. Earlier this year, I announced my presidential campaign, but due to Article 2, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution saying I'm too young to run, I've been forced to leverage bureaucratic loopholes I'm just impressed like to Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I'm now introducing the perfect running mate, Nature Boy Rick Flair. Woo! Swack, swack. My brother, the greatest rapper in the world today, wants a Nature Boy really? to be his running mate. Are you kidding ever. me? You know what? You know why he likes me? Because he knows I'm a kiss dealer. Wheel and deal. Limited ride. Holly Baron banging. And I'm having a whole hard time keeping these allegations. What was that? What was that, Rick? You might have to hand right here. Hold on. What is the female population of the world thinking about right now? Are you kidding me? You can have Wacka, Flacka, and the Nation Boy on the same ticket. What is he pounding on? Right in the table. Jesus. We won't lose. Whack a flacker. Woo! 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 
and a nature boy. Oh, 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 yeah. All night long. Oh, woo! This Black is and beautiful. And white's on a safe. Here we are, Saturday. Black and flat. Nature boy. Flare flame. 16. Flare flame. Make America woo again. Oh my I god! I can't! I can't believe that actually happened. I found a ticket that I might actually want to vote less for than Trump Pence. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> before before we talk about this more, this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Audible.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, first of all, so when I first heard this and saw the video, I had to look up and I Google searched to see if Ric Flair had a stroke because I didn't want to laugh at he him. He sounds wasted. He sounds awful. Like for a while, I was like, "Is this Ric Flair or is this Lou Holtz?" Because <laughs> it sounds bad. He was rough there, man. First of all, I laughed every time he called him Wacka Flacka. Like, wacka. speaking of being an old man. Wacka, wacka. Okay. <laughs> uh, there, if you watch the video, there's like, he's sitting next to two girls at one point, and the girls look completely uncomfortable. Like, they're... Well, he's pounding on the table and this screaming was before, this was when barely coherently. <laughs> so this was the, the first scene Jeez. where he's like sitting in a corner booth with these, his arm around these two girls, and he's doing his... Jet flying, limousine riding, and he tells the one girl, he's like, "Here, hold my leg down, hold this leg down." <laughs> They're just, they look like, "No, nah, I'm not fucking touching you, man." Oh my god! Then it cuts to him banging on the table like a psychopath. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go, uh, Flare Flame 2016. If you're still undecided, looking at you, Ken Bone. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, there's, there's what does this show become? <laughs> What does America become? That's yeah. the better question. When any two assholes with a mic can get there and talk <laughs> and ramble on about their ticket. <laughs> what brought those two together? Why were those two in the same place at the same time? How I did have they no ever idea. get to Rick sitting there talking about him? Best rapper in the world today. <laughs> what? Based on what, Rick? All the rap you listen to? He's, uh, listen, oh, Ric Flair is a rap aficionado. Good God. Clearly. So now this this video coming out throws all kinds of questions in my head about the Halle Berry thing. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt it now. I yeah. was on board last week, but man. Yeah, a lot of questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, Scott, let's talk, uh, let's talk about, an article came out this week on uh, FoxSports.com. There were some issues in the Bengals Patriots game this week. There oh. was some <laughs> surprise. Uh, Vontez, what? Surprise, right? That Vontez Perfect is the center of a controversy again. What? <laughs> if you missed the game. That's crazier than McFlair. <laughs> if you missed the game, Vontez Perfect uh, went after Martellus Bennett's knee, dove at his knee. Uh, Allegedly. <laughs> Bennett actually said afterwards that Vontez like got up right away and was like, "Hey man, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that." Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, but Rob Gronkowski apparently took offense to that. Now, uh, there's also video of Vontez Perfect stepping on somebody too, like stomping on legs in the pile. He didn't mean to do that either. <laughs> 
but their tempers flared quite a bit. And that led uh, FoxSports.com to release an article of the... They ranked the the teams in the NFL number one to number 32 in the dirtiest uh, teams. So they, they gave them a 1 to 32 ranking. I didn't look at this list. Was the ni- Were the Niners like 32 because they're like just a bunch of pussies? They were not 32. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars were number 32. They said that... Uh, it's hard to be dirty when you're not winning. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they they said that they're consistently at the bottom of the league's penalty list. They've uh, they haven't had more than 105 penalties in a season since 2010. They run a clean, shitty program yeah. down there in Jacksonville. <laughs> and the other went on to say, "Hey, it's about time the Jags were best at something." <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, the 49ers came in, they were 25. I feel like a few years ago when Harbaugh was in charge, they would have ranked quite a bit higher. Funny you say that. <laughs> here's the here's the description for the Niners. It says, Jim Harbaugh increases a team's dirt quotient exponentially. <laughs> so the 49ers had nowhere to go but down when he and his khakis departed for Michigan. Which is funny because That's I it. didn't think That's that it. they played dirty when he was there, but I just know that the idea that Harbaugh was the coach to let a lot of people (laughs) think well you know and the defense I mean the defense was hard hitting and they they played well but I guess there's playing well and then there's Vontez perfect yep Uh, so do you want to you want to do the top five should we do the top five teams from this list all right number five on the list is the Pittsburgh Steelers and a lot of people wouldn't be shocked about that yep Uh, actually I think a lot of people would be shocked that they're as low as five yeah, well, a lot of Bengals fans probably, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we go on to number four, just a, as a little aside here, the number six team on the list was the Baltimore Ravens. Keep that in your head for a second there. So the Ravens okay. come at number six, Steelers at number five. Number four is the Los Angeles Rams. That's kind of weird. Yeah, very surprising to me. And I to see, see them twice a year. I don't really think I've never really thought of them as a dirty team, although. I will say their defense, it's, and if it's based on penalties, uh, Fisher runs a very undisciplined program when it comes to some penalties. They do consistently rank high in the penalty department. Not only uh, is it a penalty thing, but the other thing that kind of pushed the Rams up in this list, according to the author, is the fact that Greg Williams is the defensive oh. coordinator. Uh, for those yeah. of you that don't know, Greg Williams is supposedly the mastermind behind the Bounty Gate uh, in New Orleans. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and he has he has said things, which they make it out like these are really bad, and I'm sure some of them are bad, but he said apparently of a 49ers opponent, he said that uh, apparently one of the receivers had a concussion. He said, we need to fucking put a lick on him right now. He needs to decide. He needs to fucking decide. I don't see what's wrong with that. Like, he's not saying hit him in the head. He's saying hit him hard and make him decide if he wants to keep playing with a possible concussion. Well, if the NFL cared about concussions like they say they do, he wouldn't even be, there wouldn't be in a position to take a lick. That's a very good point. You know. Uh, Number three team on the list. The Seattle Seahawks. Mm, surprised they're not higher. Yeah. There's some dirty fucks. There's some real dirty fucks. <laughs> Richard Sherman is dirty as shit, man. Yeah. I feel like Earl Thomas is the only one on that team that I respect. I mean, I respect all of their play to a certain degree, 
But he's the only one on the team that doesn't irk me the wrong way, and I yeah. just feel like he plays and kind of doesn't really run his mouth. But the rest of them, you know, not Sherman only that, is the ringleader. Not of that only that, bunch. fuck Pete Carroll. He's the dirtiest son of a bitch. I mean, <laughs> fuck him. I hate Pete Carroll so much. Anything he touches, I think, is tainted. He's a piece of shit. So anything he quite frequently with- touches taint too. I bet. <laughs> so there's that. It, Seattle Seahawks was one of. The three teams that finished with the most illegal blocks in the back in 2015. Again, not shocking. Yeah. Uh, However, the top two teams also finished in the top three of that uh, in 2015. Number two, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals come in at number two on the list, and it is pretty much because of Vontez Perfect. Pretty much. He is the reason. Well, Him and Pac-Man are the yeah, reasons why. Yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're a tag team of doofiness. <laughs> Those two are are pretty much the reasons why the Bengals are listed as the one of the dirtiest teams. I feel like that's not fair. It's funny put. because all of these are because of their defense. Nobody says anything dirty about there's their a, offense. There's a couple in here uh, in the middle of like linemen who are... Yeah, no, I know, but shit, the but general consensus most is if your defense plays a certain way, that's where you get the dirty label from. Well, and I, I think there's a there's something to be said about that because the defensive players are the ones that are normally the psychos on the team. They're True, not the ones that are... But you never really thought about like the uh, Ravens in 2000s as dirty. They just were so much better than everybody, but nobody yeah. thought of them as dirty. Same thing with those Buccaneer teams when you had uh, Warren, Warren Sapp, Sapp. And, yeah, and all those guys. They weren't thought of as dirty. Right. They were just thought of as, you know, hard-hitting and good. Hell, even some of those Philadelphia defenses with Brian Dawkins, like, they were good. I don't think you'd describe them as dirty. At least I never thought of them that way. Like, all yeah. the teams you just named, though, for the most part, I could see where somebody would call them dirty now. I think that's the that's the big caveat. It's based on now. Like imagine yeah. some of these teams if you put Vontez Perfect in like the seventies, people are just like, He's just a hard nosed yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. He's a hard nosed player. He plays the game yeah. the right way. He, yeah. he, he he puts his head down and plays it the right way. He's yeah. a hard nosed player. So who's number one? Guess. Patriots. Patriots are number one. Yeah, of yes. course. Patriots Cheap are number one bitches. because they cheat Cheat-ch. like motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then they they wanted to know that not only do they cheat, uh, but they also whine like little bitches a lot. Yeah, so that also played into it. And they they also compared Bill Belichick to uh, Richard Nixon in the articles. <laughs> it's pretty dirty. <laughs> yeah. So they are the number one dirty team, but they uh, they, so they are compare... both some crooks. <laughs> they compare number one and number two because the Patriots are dirty in kind of a sneaky, underhanded way. They say the Bengals, specifically perfect, is dirty in a... Blatant in your face. Yeah, <laughs> I'll step on your dick kind of way. And I'm then su- say I didn't mean to. Yeah, I'm surprised with that being said, like with perfect shouldering most of that load for the Bengals and pushing the Bengals so high up, the Dolphins came in at 11. They've got with Sue. Sue. Yeah, he yeah. is a dirty fucking player. Well, he gets the reputation, but I don't think you can't think of anybody else on that team. And he's been mostly quiet since That's he went true. to the Dolphins. I mean, if you had asked when he was with the Lions, maybe they would have scored higher yeah. because of that. That's kind of yeah, that's a good point. I find it interesting that uh, the AFC North got three teams in the top ten. What? No Browns. Browns are dirty surprisingly if you think about it you would think it'd be the other way around like the Browns 
are getting their head stomped in every game, you would think they'd draw more penalties no. for fighting back. They're just no, defeated. they just lay there. Yeah, <laughs> take it. Talking about it's the Browns. They're I'm just not like at all. Yeah, y'all right. We we suck. <laughs> Another beatdown this week? Yep. Okay. We deserve it. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll be over here. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> How shitty do you feel if you're the Browns right now? As we record this, the Indians have just punched their ticket to the World Series. Cavs obviously have their championship banner Cleveland hanging. probably just doesn't give a shit about the Browns. The Browns have to feel like I mean, I know that they do, bags. but at the same time... Eh. The other two are making up for a lot of Browns' mistakes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just, feel, I almost feel bad for the Browns at this point. Almost, not really. Um, any other teams you're curious about where they fell in on the list here? Nah. Saints came in number seven. I'm surprised that's that high. Their defense is awful. They're, they're bad <laughs> defense forever. Like they, that's uh, kind of weird. The reason why they're so high is because Sean Payton is still there after uh, the Bounty Gate thing, yeah. so they're still putting that on him. And then uh, Brandon Browner. He uh, set the NFL now, record. There's another one of those former Seahawks that I was going to mention <laughs> when he was there. You want to talk about another dirty player? But I think they released Browner. I, I thought they did. Oh, maybe, maybe this because I thought Browner actually went date. back and tried tried out for Seattle in the preseason, or like had signed a one year deal, and then they cut him before preseason was over. Could be out of date already, but he set the NFL record for most times penalized in a single season. Gotcha. So there, there you yeah. go. Oakland came in at number eight. I feel like they just that have a right. history of being Yeah, that, I was going to say, they're perpetually dirty. Uh, the Broncos were number Forever nine. Clean. <laughs> 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 oh, shoot. Now i got to go watch that on Netflix. <laughs> i to go watch the league. Uh, so, yeah, so there's a shitload of dirty players, uh, dirty teams. We asked you guys on Facebook who you thought were the, uh, the dirtiest teams in sports. So it's not limited to football. There's and, a lot of dirty teams. And Daniel Lennar stole the show with his the he NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> Just the entire bunch of them. The whole NCAA. <laughs> which cannot be denied. That was, Mark Emmert and his round group of idiots. Yeah. That was They're a the worst. fantastic answer. When yes. I read that, I was like, please tell me he's talking about the group. And then he was like, no, I mean the entire institute. I was like, thank God. That's <laughs> yes. the best. That is the best. Uh, there were this went exactly as I thought it would with <laughs> with opening this up. Uh, Bengals fans, a lot of them said the Steelers. We had Dan, who's a, who's a listener of the show. He said the Steelers. He's a big Bengals fan. Uh, Kenny Zimlinghouse, friend of the show, former guest. He said any team that Jack Del Rio is coaching. When so. I saw that he had responded, I thought maybe he was going to take try to take a shot at the Braves for something. <laughs> so I was already like ready to you respond with something. Yeah, I was. I was like, those Mets are dirty as shit. <laughs> but good for Kenny for yeah. randomly taking a shot at Jack Del Rio. <laughs> I don't know what he has against Jack Del Rio, but I'm okay with that. I, he feels about Jack Del Rio the same way I feel about Pete Carroll. He's just like, fuck him. I hope he dies in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh a lot of people came up with the the strong answers. Tony said the uh, Cobra Kai dojo. Yes, of of course they're they're, they're pretty super damn dirty. dirty. They're, they're super dirty. My brother Vic, he said Team Iceland. Uh, yeah, again, <laughs> I don't think Team Iceland was that dirty. They they were pretty dirty though. They were kind of dirty. Yeah. I mean, Team USA just needed to step their game up a little bit in that Junior Olympics. I mean. <laughs> 
you know, but somebody's got to play the villain. Yeah, that's true. And he, the villains are always dirty. <laughs> he also said the purple cobras from Dodgeball. Purple cobras are the worst. <laughs> Man. Uh, just real quick, switching yeah. over. Oh, you're switching already? I did. Shit. Um, yeah, I know. Behind. I, I know last week you got a little bit ahead of me, and yeah. that's okay, because I wanted to purposely make sure that I got ahead of you. Son of one. a bitch. <laughs> I just start off by saying, wow. These beers complement each other well. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, now like, I got a chug to get it, that. Well, it's kind of like with uh, last week's beers. They, they kind of just worked well off of each other. And you're like, well, this enhances it or this isn't so bad. After after having that one, this has just enough spice that's different that it makes it taste like a whole, like almost like a crisper beer. Really? Yeah, like it's cleaner almost. Like the... If the smoky tooth is just a little heavy, which is fine when you're talking about the pumpkin which flavor. Which it is. It's 9%. Yeah, and, the, and it, it's yeah. just got a lot of flavor. This one is almost like a, a light pumpkin beer, but it's it, it comes off as a lot more refreshing when you're talking about finishing up the spooky tooth. I like it. That's very interesting. I wonder if, so part of that reason may be the spooky tooth is an imperial pumpkin ale. Mm-hmm. And Rivertown is uh, is not listed as imperial. And Imperial does, you know, it is a little bit heavier, yeah, a little bit stronger. That may be a little bit of that reason. Well, and it's, I think it's making me like the the River Town more than I did the first time, because the first time it was coming, uh, it was going against that strong flavor of the the bourbon, the bourbon barrel, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, but it was mostly bourbon, and so this one it stood out more. This doesn't. St- this doesn't stand out more because of a different flavor. It stands out more because it's just lighter. Yeah, I just cracked mine open to I, I chugged that spooky tooth to catch up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. It is. It's a very clean, like crisp flavor. You're yeah. You described it perfectly. It's. Uh, whew, this is gonna be an interesting matchup. This is gonna be a tough one to call. This is, and it has to be. It's the the, it's championship. the championship. It should be. I don't know why I. Uh, I said it like that. It's going to be a tough one to call. I don't, I don't know where that voice I got to tell you, Mike. Yeah. Jim, I got to tell you. <laughs> I went Harold Letterman on the You on did. The you channeled it. <laughs> Just comes out of me sometimes. It's all good. <laughs> There's a, there were a couple more. <laughs> My favorite answer. So Dan had a great answer. Yeah. Whitey, fan of the show, had an even better answer in my mind. He said, so the question asked was, who is the dirtiest team in sports? <laughs> and he said, was solid. Molly Shattuck, Sarah Jones, Elizabeth Garner, and a bunch of other NFL cheerleaders. Dirty <laughs> as hell. So I went. <laughs> I knew right away when I saw Sarah Jones, I already knew what he meant. Like, I didn't know who the other two were, but I saw Sarah Jones. And I'm like, All right. I know what he's talking about. I didn't know that at first. And I was like, did he just make this? Up like where where did this come from? Googled Molly Shattuck, saw the story about her. Googled Sarah Jones, and that's when that clicked because she was the Bengals cheerleader. And then uh, didn't have to Google Elizabeth Garner. Figured it out from there. But holy shit, <laughs> he put some thought into that answer, and it was damn good. Yes, you know Molly Shattuck was the oldest uh, NFL cheerleader in history. No, I didn't realize she reached that. Yeah, she was the oldest. I NFL knew she was the oldest Bengal or whatever. She was Molly Shattuck was with the Ravens. Oh, she was with the Ravens. Yeah, she oh, was okay. a Ravens cheerleader. I'm thinking of the other. Oldest, oldest Ravens cheerleader, 
uh, by like 15 years that year. She was the only one that was a mother and then fucked her, fr- her son's friend, uh, gave him a blowy on a family vacation. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. And then Sarah Jones is engaged to the kid. That she, uh, I mean, at she, least it was true love, right? I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> statutory true love. That's a, that's a way to look at the glass half full, I guess. <laughs> Gotta find positives here on Craft Brood Sports, man. It's all about finding the positives. Uh, Alex, former guest, friend of the show, said Roger Goodell on the NFL owners. I love that one. <laughs> that they, they are some of the dirtiest players in the game. Yeah. Absolutely. If not the dirtiest. They're, they're, <laughs> I, I'd love to see a battle royale between the between Goodell and the NFL owners and Emmert and all of the NCAA presidents. Like, just <laughs> all of them. Battle royale. 30 douchebags enter. Only one <laughs> remains. <laughs> yes. Good God. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Jim Fedor brought up Sue and said that uh, he's the dirtiest in terms of players. He said, dude kicks more crotches than Jim Trafficant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> That's a man after my own heart right there. Former Youngstown representative to the House of Reps, Jim Trafficant. Who was it? So, somebody uh, had said, had mentioned the Avalanche, which I thought was funny because they, they mentioned specifically the, 90, yeah. the 90s Avalanche, which was that team that I was telling you about that I... Enjoyed watching. Yeah, Scott from Detroit. He's he's from the Detroit area. That's uh, of course, and that makes total fuck sense. Fuck you, that. Avalanche. That's right. <laughs> the Avalanche are dirty. Scott, I'm learning, man. Fuck the Avalanche. That's right. They're dirty as shit. Speaking of your new and Detroit and Red Wings <laughs> and my, my again Colorado <laughs> the Red Wings. I don't know if they're they're playing tonight. They could be winning, but coming into it the recording, <laughs> it was they were one and two. And the Avalanche were two and one. They just got their first loss last night. Of so. course, and we just got our first win last night. <laughs> I love that you're already embracing the we. Though. Well, that's how I do it. I fucking I go all in. All in. I go all in. But you know what? Just to follow up on something too that I mentioned last week, I uh, I pulled up a porn site to try to find a Detroit Red Wings game. Did not see a video that I wanted to see. There was, was that because you stuck around too long on other things, or no? There was had, no. There was you, no feed. I, as I mentioned when I said that I am choosing the Detroit Red Wings, the reason why that made me giggle like a schoolboy. Yeah, uh, there's a whole genre of uh, of videos. <laughs> fall uh, into that right yeah so there's a uh, if you ever search for a detroit red wings game on a porn site don't yeah please <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> uh detroit is up currently two to one over the rangers you'll so. probably screw them <laughs> it's already the third period man we're in good shape I'm feeling good about this. Famous last words. <laughs> Speaking of screwing it over, how about your picks this week? Woo! <sighs> do we have to talk about them? Can we, we do. Just skip? Can nope. we skip this section and just no. talk more about dirty teams? Hey, let's talk about dirty teams. Nope. Uh, okay. Let's talk about your dirty picks. Well, I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting hate mail <laughs> about my picks. <laughs> you Liz, did. Liz lit me up for that one. Like, man, we called Liz out for not coming up with a solution for the bet, and then I picked uh, her Steelers to win, and the Steelers lost to the Dolphins. <laughs> On top of that, Ben Roethlisberger got hurt and is out for like four to six weeks now with a, a torn meniscus. So she really hates me, <laughs> <laughs> as she should. 
And she is going. You're the worst. All out. Liz, in my defense, I was not the one that said we were going to go a perfect 4-0. and And if you look at it, the only game we lost as a team, as a duo, as the Craft Brood Sports podcast, the only game we lost is that Pittsburgh game. So I blame it on you for saying we were going to go 4-0. Uh, that's <laughs> some funny voodoo there. Some like, interesting math. Like, uh, you twisted. You know what? Anything to get this monkey off my back is what I'm going to do. Here's how we're going to. Here's how I'm going to twist that one back at you. I'm going to pick the Steelers, and I bet they win the game. I pick. How about that? Uh, are you going to pick them this week? No. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. You can't wait till the Steelers play the Browns and pick the Steelers. That's some I bullshit. S- I said I would wait. I said I would pick them. I didn't say when. Jesus. I know I know your games. I understand how you're doing this. No, I'm just saying, hey, when I pick teams, dubs. Well, you got two dubs this week. There was that one week I went full Burlon, but other than that. <laughs> Thank God for that week because otherwise you would be really fucked. Oh, my God. So you picked Florida over in Missouri, and you got that win, and then you picked Seattle over Atlanta, and you even said it'd be like a last-second touchdown. And it was like a last-second controversial <sighs> play. I was right. I picked Ohio State over Wisconsin and was very nervous that I was going to lose that game. But you were trying. You said you were trying for the reverse I was trying for the reverse It almost came through. That's funny. It almost worked on both of them because it did work on Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh uh, over Miami was a (laughs) loss. (laughs) God. Ah, shit. I mean, come on. What are the odds? Yeah. It's it's Miami. Like. I remember thinking, oh, man, Mike's got an easy one. And I picked one kind of yeah. hard. I thought Seattle-Atlanta was an even enough matchup. It was even. And then on top of that, Florida and Missouri was a, a yes. tough matchup. Like, you picked two tough games I did. To I went give out, me I a shot. Say, I went out of my way to find you, games that you, weren't, like, gimmies. Yeah. And I, I mean, I went with Ohio State over Wisconsin because I – I think Ohio State is a really good team this year. I think they're well, yeah, really tough. Them, we so, both had them in the Final Four. Yeah, so I, I – I figured that was going to be a win. I, you know, talked about it being a a blowout, which was just sort of, <laughs> you know, whatever. Anyways, but uh, Pittsburgh over Miami, come on, that's a fucking, that's a gimme. Yes, and I was. did it not. I got the yips and I missed it. <laughs> 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 well, what's Miss Cleo got for you this week? What? Well, before we get into that, just an update on the rankings. Oh, so if you are thinking a lot about, to a little, if you're. <laughs> There's your update. All right, let's go to base. <laughs> if you're thinking about bets, Liz, uh, <laughs> Scott. I, I think she is. Didn't she? She is. She's yeah, she's totally and, making sure that she and specifically you over. going for one that's going to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Scott is at eight and four on the year. I am three games back at five and seven. I suggest making him purchase some type of USC gear and wear it for a week. <laughs> Anything that has to do with USC? Uh, Maybe get on the show and sing the USC fight song. No, fuck you. Oh, that's a pretty solid one, dude. Fuck you. That's terrible. Liz, if you write it in, I'm vetoing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather get waxed than do that shit. Well, she already said. She already called us out on the wax, bro, so I think that's off the table. (laughs) You might be singing the USC fight song on the show. Why am I worried about what Liz cares about? Because I care about what Liz cares about, and that's a solid one. That's fair. That's fair. All right, fine. So I guess waxing is off the table. Joe, help me out. Joe, if you're listening, (laughs) throw in some new ideas, counteract what Liz is going to bring to the table, because I have a feeling I'm fucked. (laughs) Or maybe you could start picking a shitty (laughs) 
there's that. <laughs> no, that's not a good. I mean, I'm a fucking jinx. <laughs> you are the worst. All right, let's go into these this uh, week's games. Loser goes first. Of course, <laughs> you uh, every week. But I'm just gonna keep going first. <laughs> uh, so this week, Miss Cleo has been fucking me over lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm three games back. Uh, everything this lady tells me is wrong. So uh, now that the Indians are in the World Series, I'm going to go a little Major League style here. I'm going to say, you know, help me, Miss Cleo. Fuck you. I do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Joe Boo. So here's what I got for this week. Fuck Miss Cleo. This is what I'm saying. We got <laughs> Ole Miss going into Death Valley against the LSU in prime time. I say that Coach O... Shows up and uh, says why he deserves the LSU job full-time. He's going to bring an entire cast of Cajuns out to win this one. He's got James Carville, Jared Leto, Bubby Brister, Leatherhead from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, (laughs) Bobby Boucher, Remy LeBeau. LSU is going to upset Ole Miss 21-17. That's ballsy, and that's quite the lineup. (laughs) If you lose with that lineup of Cajuns, well... That's a hard fought out. Mama says, Mama says Mike just jinxed us. Yeah. <laughs> you picked wrong, I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got, Scott? <laughs> well, I, I'm going to show some show some love here. Show, show some love. I haven't showed any love to the Mac. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the old what stomping is- grounds for me. I'm gonna show some love to the Mac. Why do you turn into like a, a I, jazz DJ? <laughs> because I can, bitch. Leon, Cause I, cause Leon I, Phelps you, over here. You want to know why? Because I pick right, bitch. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. That's the rules. <laughs> you can write the rules of the show when you pick right. Motherfucker. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> Cleo hasn't steered me wrong much this season, and uh, I'm seeing uh, rockets in flight. <laughs> it's not afternoon delight, but it will be an afternoon delight for my hometown Rockets as they take on the Chippewas of Central Michigan. <laughs> I got Toledo beating the Chippewas at home by a score of 21 to 17. Oh, why is there a score? score? For you, Tyson. <laughs> about scores. I give you all the scores. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I don't even remember the score halfway through. Like when nah, it comes time, they totally I'm like, mean what nothing. I, I just know whether or not I picked a team to win big. That's all I know. What it boils down to is, did I say they're going to win big or close? And yeah. then that's what I judge it on. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and I kind of mentally ref like, oh, I got that one right because it was close. Like the Seattle yeah. Atlanta game. I was yeah, I was close. so pissed. <laughs> it was a close loss, even though my score was. <laughs> Not very close. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're a dick for that one. So Toledo uh, over Chippewas. Toledo over Chippewas. Uh, <laughs> let's go pros again. Fuck you, Miss Cleo. I'm doing this on my own. So uh, you know when a dude gets like really hyped up to play his old team? No. You, you don't? Never no. heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> don't know he, what like, you're talking about. He comes out firing, looks like an MVP. Yeah, that uh, that didn't happen this time. <laughs> As much as Brock Osweiler wanted to come in and smoke the Broncos, Von Miller is going to make him look just as douchey as Von Miller made himself look in the Madden Play Me commercial. And the so Broncos douchey. roll 35-7. to seven. So a big win. 
Big win on Monday night for the Broncos. Going out on a limb on that one because well, Osweiler's look like I got hot garbage. Yeah, but it's you get that. It's like ah, I'm gonna fuck it. It's my old team. I'm gonna show them. I'm gonna show them what's I'm up. Die if Houston wins. <laughs> if Houston wins, I'm fucking quitting <laughs> these bullshit picks. <laughs> and and I'll just take whatever. I'll just be like, it's over. I'm not gonna and you'll recover. Just be singing final. <laughs> Do that bullshit USC fight song that they play 900 times a game. Fucking assholes. Good times. Uh, But yeah, I'll just let you keep making your picks that win, and I'll just be like, I don't know. I suck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, this weekend, I I see a big big clock tower. The shit. Big Ben's out this week. What the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. And I just said I wasn't picking the Steelers. There's no way. Oh shit! There's a dumbass London game oh, this week. Oh god, bummer! And it's more gigantic than usual. Which the Giants and the Rams are there? Two teams that I really can't stand. Yeah, and I know I picked uh, I picked the tears of Odell Beckham to drown them <laughs> in Green Bay, and they did. <laughs> they totally did. Yeah, but this time. I'm seeing the Giants coming out victorious against the Rams. Wow. Now, London's in for a treat, though, because usually we export our Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> our 32nd rated. Uh, hey, they're clean as shit. Yeah, man. our 32nd rated dirtiest team. They are clean. clean as shit. But this time, they export some half-decent football. It won't look half decent, but hey, they'll get to see our finest ex- export and diva wide receivers in Odell Beckham. So they got that going for them. They'll right? get to see our uh, our only Manning left in the league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they might hey. even confuse him with the one with the big forehead. <laughs> hey, you guys remember Peyton? It's not him, but it's kind of like him. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the Giants win this one, though, 31 to 24. 31 24. I'm marking that score down, Tyson. Just <laughs> Tyson, you get to know all the numbers. All the numbers. There's your Miss Cleo picks for this week. Miss Cleo, uh, as always, is brought to you by United Games. Uh, if you guys are looking for the latest app, check that out on our website. Uh, new app sign up will get you the link so that you can download the new app to enjoy football. Coming out very soon. Yes. So be one of the We're first people to sign up. I'm It'll give Mike something that. to do during his wrong ass picks. Wait, let's, let's take <laughs> So this this whole app is like picking what's going to happen in the game. I'm going to be the worst at this game. No, you are, but I'm saying it'll give you something else to do to take your mind off the fact that you're losing the game at the same time. It'll yeah. give your finger something else to do other than text Yeah, I'll be you. like I'll be like great. Not only am I losing in the Miss Cleo picks, but I'm losing in this fucking game that I've been pushing on the podcast. That sounds <laughs> awesome. I think that's a double win for everybody, <laughs> especially me. I be I'm like embracing the fact here that I'm. Listen, here's what Full I'm going to do. Full heel turn. This here's week. what I'm going to do. Uh, fans of Craft Root Sports, if you want me to pick against your rival, you want me to fuck over your your rival team. <laughs> Are you selling your picks? I will uh, just shoot me a, a tweet. Uh, I'll tell you what. Here's what I'll do. Anybody that shares uh, this episode, if you share this episode with Facebook, Twitter, whatever. I will find out who your arch rival is, who the team is you hate, and I will pick that team and fuck them over <laughs> in a Miss Cleo pick coming up. That's a pretty up. sweet deal. So I will take that on. I will purposely tank this bet with Scott. 
just to make this show get a little bit bigger. If he happens to start winning by accident, I'll be so pissed. <laughs> so will the fans. If that's <laughs> true. <laughs> you, you have screwed over you, everybody. You, <laughs> I ain't sharing this shit with anybody now, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so to recap, Miss Cleo's picks, I got LSU over Ole Miss, and I've got the Broncos over the Texans. Scott, you've got Toledo Giants. over Central Michigan and the Giants over the Rams. Yes. I'm seeing a 4-0 week here. Which again doesn't help me at all. Well, I said that last week, and you dropped the ball. So I'm seeing a three and one week. That's why I said I know. four no this week to fuck you over, so that you drop the ball. But but you won't see. That's not how you it got. Works. You picked a Mac game though. That's that's a dangerous pick. It, I'm trying to help you out, bro. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> they're both four and two coming into the game. I think two or five and one. Something wow. like that. I don't know. Their, their records are identical. I remember seeing that, and I wanted to uh, pick Toledo at some point this year. You know, shout out to the hometown. Plus, they beat BG last week, which is the huge. That's rivalry. a big rivalry. Yeah. yeah, the Battle of I seventy five. Although B. BG has one win. They're one and five after that game. <laughs> so, but, you know, Toledo people don't give a shit, you know. When you beat your rival, nobody cares what the other team's record is. That's true. As they say, throw the records out the window. It's a rivalry game. <laughs> Which I don't know how much I subscribe to that because, you know. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you say it like that. No, I, I know. I, I, uh, I, I wanted to make it all announcers would say it like that. <laughs> Real quick before we get into consumer Canada for this week, one of your teams has punched their ticket to the World Series. You got mm. the Indians in there. The engines. At the time of this recording, the Indians are in. The Cubs are down two one to the Dodgers. But they're leading right now. They are they're leading up four right now. Nothing. Yes. All right. So let's go ahead and count that as the Cubs have even the series two and two. Yes. Uh, we'll we'll just go out on a limb and say that if they don't. Then you can blame it on me, Cubs fans, for saying that. So, do you think the Cubs beat the Dodgers in the mm. series? Sticking with the chick I brought to the dance. I, I know the... Well, wait a second. Hang on. Sticking with the chick you brought to the dance. You said the Cubs versus the Indians, but yeah. you also said one of those teams probably wouldn't make it. So I, which I believe chick? I said, well, no, but I mean, I originally, <laughs> didn't I say, though, when I said that? No, I remember saying that, but what I'm saying is, didn't I say that if one of them was going to trip up, it would probably be the Cubs because that, they had a you history? You did say that, yeah. yeah. they had a history yeah. of tripping up, but at the same time, they were the two that I picked as far as out of each league. And what yeah. I'm saying with I'm still sticking with both of the teams that I brought to the okay. fans. Okay. So I still think that the Cubs will get there because that's who I ultimately picked. But I, I, I stand to be right either way because <laughs> if one of them was going to trip up, it's going to be the Cubs. So that's how you head your bets in this. I get it now. <laughs> Starting to get it. You just you just say, well, listen, it could be this way, but it could be this way, and then if it goes like this a, way, like a true professional, I that's win how no they matter roll. what. <laughs> no, Son but seriously, of a bitch. I still think that the Cubs are going to beat the Dodgers, regardless. Even if they hadn't tied up the series tonight, I still have this weird thing that the Cubs were going to find a way to make it to the World Series this year. Now, talk to me when they get there. So let's assume. Let's assume they go uh, two and two. Let's assume they tie it up here, and it's a a three-game series. The Cubs have to face Kershaw again. Only once, though, out of those potential three. So that's that's where I'm thinking. I don't... But that means the Dodgers only have to win one of the other two. 
Which, again, crazier things have happened, but that's, I just believe the, the Cubs find a way. Here's, here's what I'm saying. I would love to see the Cubs and Indians, so I am going to pick the Dodgers to beat the Cubs. In, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. In this series. I just yeah. think the Dodgers can do it. Now uh, count it. <laughs> <laughs> so Cubs and Indians in the World Series, eh? That'll be pretty cool. <laughs> just like I predicted. <laughs> yeah, I was in a lose-lose there. All right, let's get in a consume it or can it. This is a very important consumer can. It is. This is the ship round. This is the for all for all the pumpkins. Uh, yeah. So we we started with eight pumpkin beers that we picked. You guys voted on the top four. That got messed up a little bit, but we came up with four pumpkin beers that we put up against each other. Number one, see Kentucky pumpkin barrel ale. Ended up. Uh, Coming As in. the number three, Kentucky finished third. Dude. No, they lost last week. We picked Pumpkin Ale to win. We picked Pumpkin Ale over the Bourbon Barrel Ale. Did we? Yes. <laughs> wow, I can't even remember our own shit. Right? Because at first we were like, "Oh, Pumpkin Barrel, or this Pumpkin isn't tasting very good," and then it grew on us, and I think we picked the the Pumpkin. All right, so this is this is honestly. Probably the toughest call of the tournament. Uh, I think the last, the first two weeks when these when these beers won, it was like a no brainer for me. Um, I think this is a really tough decision between both the pumpkin and uh, Spooky Tooth's uh, Fathead Spooky Tooth. I got to give this one to Fatheads. I think Spooky Tooth has a little bit more flavor, and I don't know if it's because. The River Town is going second. Uh, it is a little bit more muted, um, as we talked about. That is, it's a crisp taste, but I think it's a little. It mutes some of those extra flavors that we talked about in this episode that we really liked. Um, the extra spices, the cinnamon, it doesn't play as much after having it after the Spooky Tooth. So, with that being said, I'm going to put my vote to Fathead Spooky Tooth. Who you got? This was a tough decision, and I was surprised at how well Rivertown performed over the course of the tournament. Because starting off, I told Mike it was the only beer out of the ones that were chosen that I had tasted. And I remember thinking, eh, it's so weak on pumpkin flavor that I don't even expect. I didn't even expect it to make it out of the first round. And it only got in off technicalities, technically, because... It shouldn't have even got voted in. But here it is in the championship game. It made a nice run, but it came up just short. Yeah, it it came up just short. Um, I I think I said it when we did Spooky Tooth originally that it was going to take a lot to dethrone it. Yeah. And easily, easily to me, the best pumpkin beer that I've ever had. Not named Pumpkin by Southern Tier. So, yes. Fatheads, Spooky Tooth is your champ. So there you go, Cleveland. Another championship for you. Wow. (laughs) They're just (laughs) reeling them in. Killing it. Man, that's crazy. Uh, Well, But shout out to all the participants. I enjoyed having all of these beers. I Um, know. And, like I said, Rivertown, strong. Rivertown is delicious. For being the one that I thought, man, this is going to be the worst of all the four. It it held its own. I, I have think, new respect. I think Rivertown is 
an amazing this Rivertown pumpkin is amazing and there are other Rivertown beers that I do want to have on the show I want to bring them in uh, like their porter is great they make really good beer I think Rivertown is an underrated brewery here in Cincinnati it gets overlooked uh, Madry Brian Geist they kind of take over and Rivertown kind of flies under the radar well because of that maybe we've Rivertown reached out to us on Twitter. Maybe you could reach out to them. Maybe somebody from Rivertown, one of the Rivertown representatives, can be on the show. Let's bring them on. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd, That'd be great. I, I think that that would be a way to heighten their profile within the city because you're right. They don't have as big a name as Rheingeist and yeah. uh, Moorline. Yeah, know, it's exactly. They're what, they, third or fourth on the list when it comes to in-city beers? If you think about it, if you really think about Cincinnati breweries... People always mention Madry. They always mention Ryan guys. Mm-hmm. More line is is pretty recognizable mm-hmm. because it distributes yes. pretty far and wide. Mount Carmel has a pretty good following. Okay, yeah, um, and then you get into the likes of Rivertown, Listermans, okay, uh, Bad so Tongs. Kind of so there's like, like these tier. Yeah, which is shitty because I think those ones that don't get the recognition are have amazing brewers. Yeah, yeah, because Listerman we had the Nutcase Porter on the yeah. very first episode, and that yeah. beer was delicious. Yeah, they they just get over. Overlooked because everybody kind of falls into that trap. As much as craft beer fans don't want the the macro and they don't want the you know the mass produced beers, they tend to fall into the breweries that are more mass, mass produced. produced than the other brewery. Like I think Rivertown is is an amazing beer. Uh, they make some great stuff. I would love to try. They have one beer called Death that is. I've heard amazing stuff about it. It's a Russian Imperial Stout, and I would love to try it. It's got chili peppers in it. Ooh, I'm in. Right? Are they red hot? Uh, I guess so. I don't know. It's Zing. the It's the ghost pepper. Dead jokes. <laughs> uh, I'm in. So, Fuck it. I would love to try that. So, But uh, seriously, Rivertown would... We're going to reach out. We'd love to have you on the we'd, show. We'd love to have a representative come on the show, talk about why Rivertown is great. And, uh, hey, well, maybe we'll get him to talk about this pumpkin ale. Like, yeah. Since it finished as our runner-up. Runner-up for the, the champ. The October tournament. Uh, so uh, we don't need to talk about dirtiest players or anything like that. That's going to do know it, it for uh, Consumer Can It. <laughs> Do we all know who it is? Vontes. <laughs> dirty as shit. He's what inspired the whole conversation. <laughs> if you don't believe he's dirty, you're you're wearing the rosiest of rose-colored sunglasses. Uh, they're just nice orange and black sunglasses. Uh, That's yeah. all it is. I feel um, like even the superest of Bengals fans has to look and be like, yeah, this Dude, he's dirty as fuck. So He's awful. so dirty. If he played for another team, I would hate his guts. I kind of hate his guts. I was just going to say, I feel like if you're just a football fan, at some point it gets to the, it gets to that level where you're just like, enough is enough, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't is- get the benefit of the doubt. You don't get to s- explain anything away. You're dirty. Yeah. Period. Big time. And it's not playing the game the right way. It's being just a shithead. <laughs> and passing it off as, oh, no. No. <laughs> Well, uh, this has been another episode of Craft Brood Sports. Uh, we've got a, a special coming up for you guys next week. A little little treat uh, for us, at least. Yes. Um, it, the Halloween are, yeah. edition. <laughs> uh, and then November, we tweeted out a picture of what we're drinking in November for at least the first three weeks. Holy shit, I can't wait for those. <laughs> I cannot wait. Nobody has guessed yet. People are guessing Great Lakes beers. 
They're guessing. A lot of good guesses. There have been some good guesses. Nobody has got it yet. Uh, maybe we'll send a picture that's a little less blurred to see if uh, nope. that helps. No? No. Nah, I like the way it is. Okay. All right. Got to well. keep guessing. Fair, fair enough. Although Jason Fair did guess Honey Brown. He did and guess Honey Brown, <laughs> and that made me laugh really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this has been Craft Fruit Sports. Thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Be sure to tell a friend. Uh, share the episode with your friends. If you do, I will pick against your uh, your arch rival. In the He'll embarrass himself even more, folks. Come on. Picks. You know you want to hear it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Sports. You can follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Like us on Facebook. Hit us up, CraftRootSports at gmail.com. Thank you guys very much. Cheers. We out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.